Welcome back to Trending in Education. Mike Palmer, Brandon Jones, and myself, Dan Strafford. And this week, we touch on a topic of data science and sports, a little saber learning. Uh, Tarkin, back to our predictions for the year, Mike specifically. And we go to Mike first. Mike, what's new in your world? Are you excited to bring saber learning back to the fore here on Trending in Education? I am excited. Uh, I'm doing well and uh, love, uh, love data. I love learning about myself. I love team sports. And uh, we're going to talk a little later about kickball. And uh, I was pretty good at kickball growing up. And, uh, and then at college, we did have an intramural kickball league that uh, I've been known to be able to, to mix it up a little bit on the, the, the kickball diamond. So uh, excited, excited to dive in on a number of fronts here this week. Very excited to hear that when uh, living in New York City, I did play in a rec kickball league for a little while. Uh, didn't get to play too often, but kickball is a fun sport. And we'll talk about that a little later on. Brandon, uh, what's new in your world? I'm just trying to, I'm imagining Mike as a kickball player, as a young kickball player, and then becoming uh, an intramural. Although at your school, where there, I feel like it's not a, it's not like an athletic um, uh, haven uh, no. in, in new, new college. New college. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I kickball's fun. I oh. mean, it's it's pretty good. It's it's probably the best uh, gym game. Yeah, dodgeball. Dodge dodgeball's up there. Kickball was also good in the schoolyard too. You know, like right. you could just play. You just needed one of those pink balls, and you could like make red, your, red. I would call it pink. Sure, huh. red, pink. Maybe a new college. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had variants. You could use whatever color you like. <laughs> the hue. But, uh, but yeah, it was very, uh, it was very like self-organizing and, uh, and it had a little bit of the, I get to bean other people. Right. So it's right. got some of the best parts of dodgeball built into it. But dodgeball is a little too. It's all, it's, it's, it's all being. It's all yeah. like, let's, it's a little too Lord of the Flies for me. So I got like, it. I like having a little Lord of the Flies flavor. Yes. But also other like more traditional sports plus the team element, although you could play team dodgeball. Uh, team kickball and uh, the way data science ties to the team aspect in this article and in yeah. this effort, I think is also really, yeah, I'm not done with talking about you and kickball though. So, um, cause we're, we're going to talk about saber metrics and it's all about like learning uh, people who are surprisingly good at kickball. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised by you being good at kickball. You're yeah. an athlete. Yeah. What was your game? The, did you have a particular type of like approach? Did, were you, were you kick it as hard as you could? Or you were trying to kick line drives yeah. or. Which I was more line driver. Yeah, and line uh, driver. and uh, and I also uh, I didn't mind pitching. Got it. Because roll, uh, rolling, rolling, and we could in like uh, back in the day. This is going back away. Bounce or little you bounce. Could what, you could do whatever you'd like. Yeah, you know, and like it's like if you don't mind because I don't think we could walk people if I remember correctly. Right. Like kickball was just kind of like no. Uh, uh, come on, pitch, pitch better. <laughs> yeah. And that, roll better, excuse roll better, me. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so I, I learned, you know, I understood at an early age uh, friction mm. and spin. Yes. So I got a little bit you of- got some education on. A little spin. Yeah, there's physics involved. Yeah. Right? And then, so and then at the plate, uh, it was a little more uh, tactical strikes where I seldom- would be booting the long ball, right? Although I heard the kid, the the, the girls in uh, in they in dig, a, they in dig a, the long ball, they dig the long ball, yeah. I, as the boys probably did too. Sure, it was co-ed, sure, most, but yeah, mixed. But uh, but yeah, I liked uh, you know, uh, going opposite field, uh, and I also liked uh, you know, advancing the runners. I, I probably didn't I, in in a when I was eight years old, I probably was not as great a situational hitter mm. maybe as I am now. Kicker. Kicker, excuse me, uh, but a footer, yeah, footy, 
but uh, but yeah, I would uh, I would sort of understand the situation. And uh, if I had a if I had a shortcoming as a lad, it's that my conceptual model of running the bases was better than my ability to Got run. It. So I would like I would like to try to draw throws. But uh, that's better if you're a better dodger and a little bit faster. Right. So I would occasionally uh, get a little too rambunctious uh, on the base pass. And then you, then you catch a, uh, a, a red uh, or pink ball uh, yes. up, upside, the, upside the body. Well, and I, I always wondered if you could somehow blend kickball and dodgeball so that if when they're throwing the ball at you in kickball and you catch it, that they're actually out. Different game. I think, yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. Why not? Who they knows? lose a defensive player. Yeah, that, that can make yeah. sense. I, I definitely think that there's the draw, a kickball as someone who's played some kickball. I think the, the, the other thing that's, that's good about kickball is very accessible. Like I bet basically every pod listener mm-hmm. or, or a very high percentage of pod listeners have played or, or seen kickball. I think so. I mean, right. we're growing our global listenership. We are. So I don't know. If, I wonder if they play kickball in other countries. Or do they like play kick cricket, which is crickball. Crickball. <laughs> yeah. So, but I feel like there is a a real um, there's a real draw for just trying to kick it as hard as you can. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's that's what gets into. Thank you for that that uh, walk down memory. Oh no, anytime. Lane. Um, I guess that's that's what gets us into uh, into this. It's not just about the kid who looks. Mm-hmm. Like he or she has a has a strong leg. Correct. It's about more yes. than that. It's plenty more. Well, to define at the top, we uh, said saber learning. That is a, a callback to our uh, predictions episode at the the start of this year. I think beginning of February was when the show dropped. Mike uh, defined saber learning. I do want to define saber. Uh, Society of American Baseball Researchers. It's uh, where sort of the advanced analytics have come into baseball. You hear saber matricians. Uh, some refer to them as saber magicians because they don't like advanced analytics. But uh, that is sort of the advanced statistics that has become a big part of of baseball. And Mike, your application to saber learning was the idea of, of what? Of, of data uh, and applying that data, not just to what you're learning about, but to yourself as a learner, right? That's right, yeah. So like tying to the quantified self-movement and uh, the level to which people are tracking their personal metrics uh, through apps like Strava and uh, other fitness apps. We've talked a little bit about Peloton in the past. You know, the, the fact that you can begin to quantify uh, different aspects of your personal profile. Same thing if you think about like Weight Watchers or like how you track your your reps in the gym. Um, I think there's some natural uh, extensions of that type of thinking into how you're learning. Uh, and another angle, which is really what this uh, this Ed Surge article uh, was about, was that um, the type of thinking that goes into good uh, sports general management, the type of thinking that uh, was popularized in uh, Michael Lewis's book Moneyball, and uh, Brad Pitt, uh, you know, was in the the film of the same name several years ago. Is that that type of thinking is something that can and should be taught, and increasingly, it's something that uh, folks are teaching to uh, K twelve. And this particular article is using the example of uh, a, a group that leveraged apps and data tracking to their kickball game to teach uh, eighth graders how to think about data and make smart choices in terms of how they, they managed and uh, sort of deployed, you know, drafted their team, figured out how to play effectively. All of that uh, to me is, uh, is consistent with the idea of 
saber learning, like trying to understand data capture, data analysis, and how that can drive uh, good good decision making. It's exciting to see that this stuff is being incorporated into uh, into uh, you know eighth grade curricula. I would have loved this stuff uh, growing up. So uh, so so I, I this article was very. Uh, close to close to my heart just like when we were talking about lebron it was uh close to close sure. to brandon's heart when you're talking about uh kickball and uh data science uh that that's right up my alley yeah i i, I nerded out with this one i'll admit it with uh my play-by-play -play, uh past and and uh, keeping box scores and keeping score at baseball games and trying to track on base percentage and those sort of things and now uh playing fantasy sports uh as much as i do it's it's all about advanced analytics and what i find intriguing here brandon is we hear so much about STEM and so much about how that needs to be incorporated, but so often you see it's in the classroom and then it's sort of forgotten throughout the rest of the day. Here, they're taking PE, physical education, where typically you may forget the lessons you're learning uh, in the classroom and just play a game, and they're extending STEM. They're extending that reach and extending the connection here. I think that's amazing and also just an easy way to introduce maybe a student or two who weren't getting into the classroom how it actually works, how it may affect their life, how it might be fun for them to play around with. Do you see it the same way? And what do you take from, from this ed surge and, and how they're using uh, saber metrics or, or, or saber learning as it were? Yeah, it's a fun article for, for one thing. So I, I, I would definitely recommend people read it when we post it. Um, yeah, I think, I think this kind of thing, bringing sort of uh, money kickball, I guess was uh, what uh, this, this student uh, called his project, um, both connects non-athletes with the sport finds a new way to um, have people enjoy sports because there are people who are non-athletic not interested in it but are you know as um, uh, nerding out is I think the the language that you use Dan um, that's a that's another way that makes this kind of thing accessible and certainly like something that is turn-based like baseball or kickball the subjects for moneyball and money kickball mm -hmm. uh there's so much data that you can you know that you can record on on at any given point mm -hmm. so it, it's engaged in that way and then it's engaged in the other way so if you know for the students who are athletes and those who are athletes and not as interested in in stem uh it, it shows it, it gives them a, uh another hook into uh into science and math uh, and i think that's fun too so i think this is this is very clever and it's uh, in, in, both, uh, in both directions. It, it reminds me, um, the, the person who ran data science, learning science here at Kaplan before, um, uh, before current uh, folks um, was, uh, who's now has gone on, he's still alive, but has gone on to <laughs> another job. Uh, I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna like put uh, his new employer out on, uh, on the pod here, but um, he still is a person in the world. He, uh, he had two sons and um, he, did, he did a lot of this sort of uh, sabermetric style, money ball style analysis. And mm -hmm. so managed to, I'm not sure how legally scrape uh, the school's database also to find out things like family engagement and after, in, in, uh, after school activities. Um, and so he selected for left-handedness. Yeah grades mm -hmm. and um parent involvement and like he had a bunch of like a team full of these like little shrimps right and they were consistently outperforming 
everyone else because he found that those were predictive of uh, of better outcomes uh, in uh, Little League. Yeah. So I, I think that's uh, there's a lot of fun to be had in this in this kind of space and. Um, uh, uh, glad I was glad to have read this article. Yeah, and it's not even uh, you know. So in that case, you need a, a hashtag olds. Like you need a smart dad or mom to kind of deploy that, so that that our friend Jeff uh, was drafting uh, his squadron. We won't uh, share his last name. No, just no, in no. Cases. We'll leave him anonymized. Yeah. But Jeff. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but he was able to to sort of moneyball like he was the Billy Bean of his uh, sure was his kids uh, baseball league, but the interesting idea here is that uh, that they it's more about empowering the kids right. themselves. So the idea that you have a data captain right uh, on your team, which to me totally screams Nate Silver to me. So like Nate Silver, the founder of Five Thirty Eight, we've talked about Five Thirty Eight multiple times. Those of you who don't know Five Thirty Eight. Uh, look it up, 538.com, Nate Silver, uh, really a uh, seminal uh, data analyst who sort of uh, began the big wave towards uh, next-gen analytics. Uh, he began in sabermetrics, uh, began with like geeking out on the, the baseball analytics, and then crossed over into political analytics. Uh, I think he would uh, personally attest to not being much of an athlete. So like Nate would have been a perfect data cap captain back in the day for sure and then you start wondering uh you know over time do you want to uh almost have this at a high school level at a collegiate level you know like how do you think about the best way to sort of comprise uh, uh a really crushing squadron that's self-empowered um you know because i do think a lot of people who are quantitatively adept i think i, I would say many of us are of that ilk we love baseball and we love like sports that have like next gen uh, metrics around uh, around basketball and next gen metrics around uh, you know insert you know esports would be really fascinating. Um, it is interesting just to start thinking about um, that sensibility and trying to build that sensibility into your kids at a very early age. Not to you know what I like about it is it sort of uh, expects some component of your cohort to be able to do this and it almost is a way to be more inclusive of the less athletic and more quantitative uh kids although i imagine there probably are some some kids who are really great athletes who also have a propensity towards towards the data for too. sure and yeah. uh, they're welcome as well totally yeah i i think it's interesting um here's here's this gonna be my my only tiny little bit of shade please uh this is um, small sample size. Yeah. And so I, 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 I thought about that. Um, like, does, does Billy Bean get Brad Pitt to play him? Billy Bean, handsome enough fellow. But yeah. does, does he get Brad Pitt to play him if they don't win 20 games that season or whatever the number of, right. of, of wins? Right. Like, um, even a single baseball season with as many at-bats and, and, and you know, turn-based situations as there are, which is a lot more than – is being cited in these, you know, 20 at bat at kick, uh, kickball, um, stats here. Uh, har hard to know if it was just sort of fluky, mm -hmm. right? Because they didn't, the A's did not go in, go on to win the world series. Right. Alert, 
um, I guess that's not spoiling the movie. It's just like historical fact. Yes, right? it is. Like, it's like the Titanic. It's been a while. It's yeah. 2002. What happens in the Titanic? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. My heart will uh, go on, Brandon. That's so, right. uh, but like I, I do, I, I wonder um, how that sort of margin of error gets played into uh, to all of this. I didn't see it cited here in the article, but um, that that's where you know if if you're the real sort of data captain, you have to be making sure that people aren't too quickly drawing conclusions from right. your small data sample. Right, right. Good point. That Thank is you. that is that is a good point. Yeah, yeah. Like this kid, this kid who's supposed to be like he he doesn't look like he's good. Yeah. But his the data show that he's good. Well the data show that he he may have been good you know within a margin of error right right well and there's still you know the interesting thing that and uh this article by uh eli sheldon uh nice job eli and uh ed surge as we've mentioned in the past they do a nice job with their their weekly newsletter uh is kind of must must read uh stuff for folks who care about the stuff that we care about um i thought he did a really nice job sort of showcasing not just uh, the data captain and the the uh, sort of the the effective results they had, but also some of the tactics that they took uh, around like a double blind draft, uh, which I thought was really interesting. So that even let's say you know it doesn't even necessarily pan out. I think you know, and and your the the more uh, Moneyball team didn't win. The idea that these kids would be quantifying the experience and sort of managing their teams in a way that is data-driven and could change based on outcomes, that sort of higher level insight I think is really important. And, uh, and also like if, they, if the kids could just make the connection that, oh, got it, just because somebody looks like they're crushing it and they keep flying out, that may not be the type of skill that I wanna, I wanna recruit for. And I wanna actually think about value versus eye test those are pretty deep insights. For sure, for and, sure. And I think it's true, even if it's based on a small sample size. But I think you're right. If they, if as part of the, the lesson plan is uh, the idea that, you know, you're going to need, we're going to need to play like hundreds right. of games of kickball. I mean, that sounds like fun for eight, for, for eight-year-old Mike Palmer. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like even lo- lots of Moneyball teams, including um, the A's, mm-hmm. uh, still employ scouts, right? Sure. So it's like the combination of what the data tell you and what your eye still tells you that, sure. you know, the kid with the big leg, yeah. like maybe she needs to see the data that, that, that show her maybe she should stop flying out, but right. she, you know, that big leg might come in handy. Right. Right. And imagine if she has two big legs, cause then she's a switch kicker, switch kicker. I right. like it. Right. Uh, it is amazing to watch. Uh, you have a team like the Cleveland Browns, which did go towards a money ball uh, strategy uh, in the NFL and were pretty much uh, ridiculed for it because they didn't think it could work in the NFL. But Mike, you make point that uh, we're starting to see these advanced metrics come through in the NFL, the NBA. And as you look at a set like this, it teaches kids much earlier on about the, the uh, ability to use statistics and metrics to predict things and to see where those predictions go. Uh, to Brendan's point about uh, set size, I think it makes total sense, but hopefully this is just the building block, right? This is where they start. They build on it from here. They continue to move forward and, and make it work. Uh, Brendan, any final thoughts on, on this uh, metrics and, and data science and kickball here as we discuss uh, on the pod? 
I'm glad you pitched to me or, or as the case may be rolled to me because I was about when you, when you were talking to Mike, I was about to jump in that there was a gratuitous Browns bashing I saw, moment. I, I did notice that. Yeah. So uh, they, I, it's, it's been a tough franchise episode that we had that balance it out with the Owen 16. I was yeah. a, a, a Sashi Brown fan. I liked what they were doing uh-huh. and they blew it up and, and they bring in a, a typical GM. I liked what they were doing. I love Baker I Mayfield. So I do like just here's, here's uh, one note. Um, I like the January 31st is Hugh Jackson day uh, because he is um, one in 31 as a head coach. Oh, okay. That's uh, it's rough. I thought, um, I thought you meant Hugh Jackman. I got totally confused. You said it. No, no, yeah. No, Hugh Jackman. He's yeah. he's like Credit the Broadway, Broadway, the Broadway Wolf. Yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's it is interesting. Um, you know, on the the football versus the process in basketball, or or um, you know, the money ball in baseball. A game. I think football is a hard game to apply this to. There's just there's only 16 games for one. Mm-hmm. It's not as situational as basketball or certainly baseball. Mm-hmm. And injuries are just such so much more prevalent than part of the game. Right. Um, but yeah, just tying it back to the article, I, I think this is super cool. So yeah, uh, plus one to, um, to, to Mike's comment about the, about the article and um, nice job. Um, I, I think that um, having fun with education, I mean, that, that's going back to our initial episodes, like that's what we've been trying to do here. And I think this is having some education with your fun mm-hmm. um, and some fun with your education. I think that this is, um, this appeals in a lot of different ways and uh, I, I hope that others see this or hear about this and are inspired to start quantifying whatever it is in their own lives and making mini games. Like the concept of mini games, I think can make things more fun, just mm-hmm. in general, uh, applying that construct to, to whatever it is that you're doing as a kid or with your kids or, um, you know, as an adult, I think it's, uh, I think it's fun. Mike, uh, in that sense, where would you expand this to? Like as we close out this uh, revisitation to saber learning, uh, is it just seeing this expand to more schools? Do you have something that you'd like to see more schools do? What, uh, what, what do you think is next here for saber learning or this sort of data science at a, at a younger level in school? Yeah, what, what I thought was really interesting was the app for data capture that was used here. So like the idea that while you're playing, uh, you're entering inputs. So like the data captain would have access to the app and would be doing real-time data capture of what's going on. Uh, and then that would then feed, you know, some spreadsheets and some analytics that, that students could, uh, could then mine and find some insights and do some analysis against. I think that at a broader level maybe is applicable in other contexts. So like if you could think about any place where it makes sense to be evaluative and looking for insights and trying to identify and manage talent, whether it's your, uh, your theater troupe or your, your music program, like, like it doesn't have to be just about, you know, Moneyball as it relates to sports. Uh, and then also I think the idea of trying to be inclusive in your thinking, uh, and actually in some ways almost, you know, uh, force, the connectivity between the kids who might be on the the strong side of the athletics and maybe not as strong in terms of the data and analytics and then vice versa you know the kids who maybe aren't naturally they don't have as much of an affinity to uh sports but they're great at 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 uh at the the data capture the data analytics and all that i think trying to find these really relevant uh study plans that that drive diversity and inclusion stem uh, and and really sort of surprise kids with genuine insights that are practical 
Um, I kind of just can't say enough about it. You're going to have to cut me off, Dan, because I'm going to keep raving about it. This is, uh, uh, I want more of this. Everyone who's listening, do more of this. And we're going to have to do more of this ourselves so we can keep talking about it's it. It's athletes and mathletes. It's bringing the world <laughs> together. It's, uh, it's a little bit of both. It's nice. I was going to say we need to get more uh, rec teams uh, up there in the office so you can start tracking more data and, and talking about it here on the podcast. But uh, we are going to leave this episode there, Saber Learning, Data Science, and Kickball. Uh, we'll share the articles, as always, on Twitter uh, and come back to this topic, I'm sure, in the future, uh, both in a regular format and in extras as we talk about how uh, this can work uh, at a multitude of levels in education. Uh, for Mike and Brandon, thanks so much for listening. Uh, as always, find us on Twitter at Trending and Ed. Same on Facebook. Share us with a friend. Uh, as always, we we're here every Tuesday morning uh, with the regular episode of Trending in Education.